You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thanks for tuning in with us again for this very special Talking Wrestling episode. Um, so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Before you know that, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to ask you to hit us up on some of our social media outlets, uh, especially our Instagram. We love that, the Talking Wrestling at Instagram dot com uh, tnw pod on the uh, twitter or the x and uh talking wrestling podcast on facebook so with that said uh ladies and gentlemen my partner in crime is here uh you know him you love him please welcome to the show uh, reese turner nah. okay I, I went for a, I went for a walk in the woods, Casey, and I've been missing for months, man. It's so good to see you again. Hey, it's good to be here. Uh, it's good to be on the show. Uh, you know, it's just um, we kind of went on a hiatus because I booked the biggest tour of my comedy career, and my dad got married, and I had too much on the plate, and, and, and something had to give. Woods. Something had to give. But I did. You went for a walk in the woods. We got some cards graded in the meantime. I, I got mine back yet. I got mine back, but uh, but the Gretzky is still in the vintage PSA. I don't know what that means, but it wasn't with all my other cards. So I'm just like, I hope this isn't too sketchy. But uh, you know, but I Ronda Rousey rookie card for WWE came back a nine. And uh, my Bret Hart rookie card came back at six. And uh, yeah, those are the two. Oh, my Savage Attack. How long ago did you get these back? I just got, I just picked them up like yesterday. Thank God. Okay. I still yeah. And I order and I put mine in submission. They went in around the, you did it to PSA directly. So yours might be back quicker than mine, but mine went out a few days before yours. I don't know. Did you pay? Oh, I paid, uh, yeah, I oh, paid. Wait, no, I paid on site. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, you paid on site. I was there. I saw you pay on site. This is the thing about card conventions, Casey. We had such a good time together talking all this wrestling stuff, and then I, I ate edibles and walked around a card convention, and you had to make sure I didn't spend all my money. Oh, my God. It was so great, though. We had a good time at the card convention, and uh, yeah, I got, yeah. But this isn't we walk, we talk cards, which we Not could yet. do all day. <laughs> Um, I did have, uh, but, uh, man, I went down to Tampa Bay for the rumble and it was, um, it was spectacular. Like we got to meet Titus O'Neil at the lightning game on the Thursday night, That's amazing. like a private meet and greet with him hooked up by my buddy, uh, Jamie Koharski. I stayed at his place. He's been on the show before and, uh, you know, it was just, uh, a great weekend with him and the We Watch Wrestling guys. Uh, Jamie was the guy we went out to uh, Hooters, the original Hooters. The OG. The OG. I, we passed. He said, I said, there's a Hooters. I haven't seen Hooters in a while. And 
he was like, that's the original. I'm like, we got to go. Yeah, we, I have to go to the original one. I got to go to the original one. Have to go. So went to the original Hooters. Didn't even go inside. Just sat on the patio because it was like 28 degrees. Yeah, listen. And also, it's like you're. I know that you're just such a big fan of owls. Now you got to go to the OG owl-themed bar. I, I used to do a joke in my set how um, I said when you go to, I wonder if, like, when you have all these theme pubs, like an Irish pub, does an Irish person walk in there and said, you know, oh, this is a typical good place that represents me, you know, or do you, when you go into an English bar, is there like no air conditioning and then you don't have to pay tips and there's three drunk guys that have been drinking since three o'clock, but then they go to bed at eight, you know, like it's all the different stereotypes, but then you go to Hooters and an owl flies in and says, Oh, who the hell is this supposed to be? Who, 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 who? <laughs> so, you know, that's my uh, Hooters joke. And I used to have another one that said I saw a truck driving, and on the bumper, it had a bumper sticker that said, follow me to Hooters. So I followed him, and an hour and a half later, we ended up in Carlton Place, you know, uh, a trailer park. And uh, and I said, hey, where the hell's Hooters? And he said, why are you following me? And then he threw a rock at me, and I left. So these are, like, my Hooters jokes. And the final Hooters joke I had was, if the T burnt out in the Hooters sign, does it make a difference? Don't say Just say it in your mind. No, don't say it. You don't, don't say, say it. Because that joke is inappropriate. But, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, people were asking me, how were the wings? Well, they're Hooters wings. They're fantastic. You know, and uh, so that was good. But then, because we stopped there, we got to Hulk Hogan's beach bar and, uh, and his beach shop. We got there later than we planned which worked out for our benefit because we walked into the store and we weren't even there 10 minutes. There's maybe 10 of us in the store. Guy locks the door. I'm like, what is going on? Like, is you the, thought we were going to get robbed. I thought we were going to get robbed or, or whacked or something. And sure enough, Hulk Hogan walks through the back door and I cannot believe that I'm in a room with the Hulkster. And then they yeah. taped off half the, the, the store and uh hogan held court talked about all right where are you all from and i was like toronto and somebody said branford and 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 it was cool then he was like talked about the rumble and he's like brother i'll tell you what i'll do i'm i might i might just have one more in me one more in me and uh i don't but i love you yeah and then he was like i think what i do brother is uh i would hide underneath the ring and I would hide underneath the ring, and I, at the end of the rumble, uh, I'd have them, when I know the last guy's in the, because I count the music, and when I when I know the last guy is in the ring, I'd have them play real American. And then he, they'd look that way, I'd scoop out the other side, and I'd toss them over and win my, win the Royal Rumble, you know? Amazing. And but he'd have to do it as, what was it, Cap, Mr. America? Who was that guy? He would have to do it as, I forgot about Mr. Yeah. America. Yeah, he'd have to do it as that character, though. <laughs> So while we were in the store, and he was about to do an interview, I think, about being born again and Jesus, because he had a, a black and white John 316 shirt, and I just thought it was a mix-up, like it should say Austin. But 
Um, but then, you know, it's some sort of scripture. I don't know. Uh, it's been a long time. And then, um, and then what happened next was, uh, they did the interview and then he took them around the shop and showed something. And he said, these tights, these trunks here, they're Andre the Giant's trunks. And they were huge. They were big blue ones. And then he said he wore them in WrestleMania three. And I was like, well, no, he wore a black singlet in WrestleMania three. Like I know he didn't he say bought... it out loud. You didn't say it out loud. I didn't say it out loud because somebody already corrected him when he said uh, I was only the two-time back-to-back winner of the Rumble. And then somebody's like Stone Cold Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So they, they, so he thought he was. He doesn't know. He's not safe. Look at and then he was like, uh, he said there were Andre Giant's trunks from WrestleMania three, but we all know he wore a black singlet. He yeah. didn't wear trunks, but maybe he wore the trunks underneath the singlet. That's what I think he meant. Oh, I'm going to yeah. give him that. Or they're just Andre's trunks. And somebody might have told him that. And he's just a sure thing, brother. Yeah, he doesn't know. He thought he was in Metallica. Like, Well, he, he was. <laughs> they asked Metallica, and they're like, no. When he, like, it's just Hulk so Hogan funny. Hulk wasn't, but this Terry Bollea fellow, he was great. Oh, <laughs> he was the best bass player. We told Cliff. You know, this guy could also do security. And then <laughs> and then Lars was like, yeah, but what's with the backpack? And then they friggin' they threw Hulkamania aside. But, uh, but there was a guy from Buffalo in there. He comes in, and he didn't care that Hulk Hogan was there doing an interview. Like, everybody else was kind of enchanted and excited. Yeah. This guy was like, I just want my T-shirt. And he kept complaining about his T-shirt. And he was wearing Buffalo Bills gears. Was it a, was it a was it like a Hulk Hogan T-shirt that he was buying? Yes, in a what Hulk Hogan in a Hulk Hogan shop where Hulk Hogan was speaking, and that did not. He just wanted the T-shirt. He was he made it sound like the T-shirt was ordered, and he was going to pick it up. And then finally, when it was, they opened it up, he's like, "Finally!" And he goes up and he grabs it, and it was just one off the shelf. And that was it. And then he went and paid for it and left. And he was all mad because he had to wait 20 minutes of Hulk Hogan being in, in his Hulk presence. Hogan shop while he buys a Hulk Hogan t-shirt. I hate everything. <laughs> Isn't that the most ridiculous no, thing ever? He said he was wearing Buffalo Bills shit? Yeah. Casey, I'm sorry. Loser. I hate the fucking Buffalo Bills. Okay. I don't hate the Buffalo Bills. Okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you what <laughs> I do. Far? Did I go but, too far? No, no. I called him a loser because, look at, first of all, um, once you're t- the way I am. Once my team loses the playoffs, I pack up my shit and I put it away until the next fall. And it's that way for hockey. It's that way for football. So you know what? I don't wear Buffalo Bills gear to Tampa Bay where they lost a fucking Super Bowl two weeks after they lost another Super Bowl by the exact, I mean, another playoff game with a wide right. Maybe he hasn't left yet. The guy's an idiot and he was, and he was wearing an American Nightmare shirt, so I know he's an idiot. So... Cody's, this story's going on forever and ever. Every year. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe. Of course, I think it will happen. I think he can beat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Well, you just spoiled it. He won the Rumble. We didn't even talk about the Rumble yet, Casey. Well, hey, people, let's talk about the Rumble. First of all, what a dump that arena is. I'll tell you that right now. That that venue is not... you know, it said 48,000. I felt like there was 108,000 because you could not move around. It was very, the halls were packed. The bathrooms were packed. It took us an hour, 
15 minutes just to get out of the parking lot into the traffic to drive home. Oh, Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Garbage. Garbage venue. Makes the Sky Dome look like fucking Dallas, Texas Stadium. You know, like this, you know. Yeah, and it, it makes it, yeah. But the Sky Dome is good. Like it is. Like it's the, getting the, better. They're getting the renovations that they've been doing. It, you know, might get it us another look WrestleMania. Like it was built by a, a Russian brutalist in 1962. I'll tell you. But um, just being in the room with Hulk Hogan. That was a treat. I, could, I, I was so happy for the rest of the day. Bought f- imagine, three that's t-shirts. Cool. Bought three t-shirts. You know, night four. What's did that? Did you get him to sign any? No, no, he wasn't doing a signing. He did the signing on Sunday. And for, I heard to go to the signing, limited tickets, $300, get you a picture, and I think two things autographed. So I feel like you should have, like, because he locked you guys in. You should have been like this. Either you sign my shirt, Hulk. Or I go to the press and say, you forcibly confined me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you try to get yeah. him for kidnapping. Yeah, get him for kidnapping. My three, <laughs> my baby was out in the car in the heat while you <laughs> kept me locked in here with for, this for, guy who just wanted his fucking t-shirt. I can't believe it. I, can't, I came all the way from Canada to not be kidnapped into a store on a beach. Yeah. Oh my God! Craziness, craziness! But the okay, weather, so, great. Rumble. I got a question. Big question. Big question for you. Which rumble did you like more, men or women's? Um, the women's. Yeah, me too, man. The women's is way better than the men's. Sorry. I, I called. I called the. Um, I called the women's match. I called Bailey. She was my pick to win the oh, women's yeah, me match. Too. Yeah, me uh, too. I love Bailey. I've always loved Bailey. I've always felt that the four horse women, that Bailey always got the look like, you know, she was the rotating member, you know, and that's not her. She's the Barry, actually Barry Windham. I feel rotating. like she was like the, I feel like she was like the best worker out of the bunch. I think she's the Arn Anderson of the four horsemen. That's who yeah. I think she is. Yeah. I think, you know, everybody talks about Becky and everybody talks about Charlotte and Sasha, but Bailey got left behind and you know Bailey is amazing, and I love Damage Control. I yeah. love like oh my god, Tampa Bay was having a pirate festival called Grisparella. Of the only time Carrie Sane doesn't show up in a pirate outfit is now. She should have been dressed up as a pirate. There were tons of pirates in the audience. That's wild. Yeah, people would walk around parrots on their shoulders. I'm like, where is Jimmy Buffett playing down the hall? Well, he's like, dead. He's I dead. know, but still. Parrot heads are still out there. Yeah. He passed away actually since our last show together. Oh my God, that's terrible. I think that I think that that actually led to me wandering the forest for so long. He was uh, also the final answer on Jeopardy two nights ago. Um, Margarita Man. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, the Royal Rumble. I love the the women's Royal Rumble. So good. I uh, like the face off with Jade Cargill and Bianca with the with the fucking Ultimate Warrior gorilla press over the head there. Yeah, where she and also where she p- just picked Nia Jax up with no problem whatsoever. Yeah. But um, let's let's be a bit honest now. She still doesn't look all that great moving around in the ring. No, but she's getting there. She's getting there look slowly, at, but ooh, look at, that's look why at. she disappeared for so long. Well, yeah, they put been... her in a match like this so you could kind of still expose her, but kind of keep her safe and not really show how like you look know, at. 
Nia Jax is way worse in the ring than she is. Nia Jax is out there, and people are booing her because she's sloppy as fuck in the ring. And she thinks she's getting booed because she's got heat. But no, they're booing her because she's terrible. It has nothing to do with what she's doing there. It's how she's doing it. And you're going to hurt people because she is dangerous in the ring. And, oh, and just like, like what's that? I like her. Well, you know (laughs) what? They really did a good job of making her look like Diesel. You know, I think that they, that's what they need. They need a like she's a good monster heel, man, because she's just so fucking big. She makes everybody look so fucking small. Even Jake Cargill looks small next to her. Well, I'll tell you, I when when you okay, so when you see Bianca and Jade together, yeah. you know, to me, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want them to compete together. I want them against each other. I want them to be a tag team. Like, you know what I mean? Like that to me, like them two as a tag team would be like the new Harlem Heat. They would look so great together, dressed up. They're both jacked. They're they're like the British Bulldogs. You know what I mean? Like the Steiners. Oh, the Steiners. And how about well, we'll get to him a little later. But you know, um, they gotta think, change his name. I think the uh, no Braun Breaker's fine. We all know it's he's a Breaker. Steiner. It's not Breaker. It's Brecker. 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 One forty nine. I keep calling him Bron Brecky. Bron Brecky? Brecky oh, Brecker. Bron Brecky, bacon and eggies. Here we come. <laughs> uh. The, uh, I think the MVP of the Royal Rumble was, of the female Royal Rumble was definitely uh, Jordan Grace from TNA. She was outstanding. When her and the other little, tiny little muscle woman got in there together. Yeah. I was like, yes, they would look, they would be a great tag team too. The little mighty, uh, little uh, mighty mice. The Mighty Mice would be a good name. Uh, I really thought the the Women's Rumble had a lot of, uh, like, Chelsea Green brought a lot of comedy to she it. She was great. She Chelsea was great. Green, I think, to me, that's who the MVP was. No. Chelsea Green and R-Truth, silly wrestling, was the MVP of the Rumble. R-Truth, when he came in the second round. Okay. First of all, I was at the washroom during his first run-in, during the first match, so I missed it. <laughs> And then when he came out the second time, when he held out his hand and was like asking for the hot tag, what the tag is so good. That was so good, and just his story within the rumble of saving Dominic from Miz, you know, and all of that, like, or where he went and grabbed uh, Midget Head there, J.D. McDonough, and like uh, nothing wrong with having a Midget Head, and uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, maybe that's inappropriate. Little, little people, people head, little people head. He's got a big head for his, you know. Yeah, anyways, anyways, I'm, I'm neither here nor there. Um, <coughs> but he, he threw J, JD, Jordan Devlin, McDonough, into the ring, and then he immediately gets tossed over, and he was like, what the fuck did you do that for? And R-Truth was like, I, I was trying to help you. Like, R-Truth, his run, R.I.P., has come to an end, uh, but his run in Judgment Day was awesome, you know. It was so it was, entertaining. Okay. There's some things I liked about it and some things I didn't like. It was essentially Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. Well, Jeepers, yeah. All you the know. way down to the fucking t-shirt where he just slapped his own shit on it. Identical. I, I fucking identical. Yeah. But our truth was so good. Yeah. He was that great. It, it made fucking everybody be like this. No, it's different. And it's like this. No, it's actually the exact fucking same they're like no I'm like no yep yeah, exact same 
Yeah. But like, my goodness, is he fucking? Does he kill everything he touches? Our truth. Well, speaking of, um, he's so good. Our truth was at the. Uh, we went to the store. Now the store was not at the ballpark. Well, they did have a store there, but the yeah. big store was at the Buccaneer Stadium. So you had to go like, like forty minutes away or twenty-five yeah. to thirty minutes away to go to the special store. Yeah, that was like Elimination Chamber in Montreal. It was at a mall down the street. Yeah, garbage, garbage, you know. And uh, now I was excited because I always wanted to go to the Buccaneer Stadium. I love the Buccaneers. I'm a, I'm, I've been a ten. Like if you look at the picture of me and Stone Cold from 1996. I'm wearing a Buccaneers hat, you know. I've been a I've been a Bucks fan since the old colors, and uh, so getting to go there was cool. When yeah. we got to the store, our truth was there, and so was Big E. And then there was a big lineup for Apollo Cruz, and I could not remember who Apollo Cruz was. But then I remembered. Was, I can barely remember who Apollo Cruz. He was like a big muscle guy that they made him Nigerian or something in the end, gave him an accent. Oh, yeah. You know, he would be, he would be like a bit of a high flyer. Like, uh, he was like Pac, but black. I remember, I remember Paul Cruz. He had the, he had the stereotypical African dictator gimmick or something. Yes, they gave him that at the end. And it's just like, that was the last resort for Apollo Cruz. I liked Apollo Cruz. He was like, yo, this guy's pretty fucking, you know. He's no Pretty Titus. Cool. He's no Titus O'Neil. Titus O'Neil's a man. I now love Titus, Titus O'Neil. We took the picture with him, and he said, "Just put that in the story, and if it comes up in the story when I'm tagged, I'll re- I'll do it in my story." Yeah. Yeah. So now he's in my like Instagram inbox, Amazing. under his real name, you know, which oh, is our cool. truth. No. Um. So so the the store was fine, but I didn't get what I wanted. But I did get a Rumble shirt. Um, yeah. you know, but the rumble itself, the female match, so many great moves. Um, you know, Trinity or Naomi, great for her. Yeah. You know, I like the uh, the TNA that they're gonna use. Josh Alexander could end up in the WWE. That yeah, could happen. Yeah. Now, so is like TNA? Does that mean that their working relationship with AEW is finished, or do you think they'll be able to? Go I both? think I think um, they have a working relationship with the WWE right now, and it's probably who the WWE wants. You know who do, who can they borrow for whatever? And, Why you know, they, this is what I think they should do. Everything should just be blown wide open. Everybody should be able to go work wherever. Take out exclusivity clauses and contracts. Let Cody Rhodes go fight TNA one week, New Japan another if he wants. Go fuck around in AEW. We'll make it make the world challenge or like the world. Like Hunter said, I'm not going to use the 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 typical cliche thing about the door, but he goes, look, and if we like the talent and we want to work with them and we can work out a deal, then they will start doing stuff like that. What they should do is they should. The world title, the world heavyweight title, that should be the one that's defended across everything. And the universal title stays in the WWE universe. universe. I like that. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, then everybody can get a shot at the big gold, baby. And you bring back big gold. That's so, that would be such a great idea to have like a traveling world champion that goes to Japan, defends it against their world champion. Yeah. And, you know, and then that just does our draws, you know, like. I think that'd be great. Roman's the guy to do it. 
You know? Yeah, I think he can go. I think he can fucking, if he was to show, are you telling me you're sitting down on a Wednesday night and fucking Hangman just beat fucking Samoa Joe to win his second fucking reign with the big belt. And then you just hear fucking that Roman Reigns fucking the one music star hit. Yeah. And then him and Paul Heyman and the Uso and Solo come striding out. You're like this. What the fuck am I watching? I might break my television. If, well, but that would never happen crossovers like that. But a man no, the, dream for wrestling. The AEW will never cross over with WWE. The closest they come to is Billy Gunn at the Hall of Fame. That's it. Especially, and they've had video clips. They've, people have appeared in video. They clips. They do acknowledge. They do acknowledge each other, and to, and Cody's acknowledgement at the end, throwing a too sweet and a fucking shotgun blast to Kenny Omega. You know that was uh, that was a beauty. Um, nobody is over. L.A. Knight is this year's Sami Zayn. That's the best way I can put it. And yeah, and I don't get it though. Like, I guess, like, I just don't give a shit about LA Knight. That's my problem. I get it, but I get that he's over. Yeah, and I can understand that he's over. Yeah, but I just, I really don't like. I can't remember who cooked him so bad on the mic where it's just like he's like a fucking he's like the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin went into a fucking washing machine. Yeah, and came out like a worse version of both of them. Hell, heck, yeah. Um, and I hate his finisher. There, I said it. I'm okay. Sorry, LA. You, you're, I'm sure you're a good dude, Eli Drake, but I just can't. Eli Surge, Eli Drake. Talk about TNA. Like, I just, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. He, you know, but I've seen him wrestle elsewhere, and I didn't think he was a big deal there. And I don't, you know, I recognize that the fans have taken to him since yeah. he has started emulating other wrestlers. But, you know, what wrestler doesn't emulate other wrestlers? Hulk Hogan is superstar Billy Graham. Ric Flair yeah, no, is the no, nature boy yeah. is the nature boy. You know, so it, it happens yeah. over and over and over yeah. again. But I think it's usually, I think, I guess we're used to a little bit more time in between, maybe. Ma no, Except for superstar Billy Graham and Hulk Hogan. Exactly. That's really fucking Well, that's bad. just Hulk Hogan. Like, you know what I mean? The, the power of Hulkamania. Bro. It was Jesse Ventura, too. There was a lot of... Look the at power the, of Hulkamania. The, look at the greatest... <laughs> The greatest wrestlers spawned the most imitators and the road warriors. Look at how many people copied the road warriors. You know, I, I still think like, okay, people say that this I gotta, it's a very hot take. And I know that they're pretty much created a direct response, but demolition and the road warriors are different enough that I'm okay with it. Oh, so I don't care. Like, to be honest, I love powers of pain as well. You know, no, ripoffs. I fucking hate. No, okay. like the, but, but like, but essentially, that was the, Warlord the, and what's his name? Warlord and Barbarian, Barbarian. and also, um, you know, uh, who else? Well, the Ultimate Warrior would also be a ripoff of the Road Warriors. Uh, was, technically, yeah. Sting and well, well he, and the Ultimate why. Warrior, the Blade yeah, Runners, were ripoffs yeah. of the Road Warriors. You know, so because they're face paint. Yeah, and then and then the the post-apocalyptic thing, and you know, like the Road Warriors were taken. Basically, they look like extras from the movie The Road Warrior. You know, that's the idea. And, uh, and now you, know, you got those uh, you got those wrestling brothers that do that cannonball splash, like the but the, they're just like the Steiner brothers. Yeah, uh, it happens. I get it. Yeah, you're very you're very correct. But so, I love demolition. 
you know, have you seen this guy, Ron Brecker, thinking he's Scotty Steiner? Like, what um, up? he's Ron Brecky, but eggs I, and bacon. I will Brecky, Brecky, bacon and eggs. The <laughs> right, uh, Ron Brecky, bacon and eggies, all right. I gotta say, though, nobody is more over than LA Knight in that yeah, whole Royal Rumble. Like, he his fans were so loud chanting for him. You know, it was. I feel bad for Sami Zayn coming in at number thirty-two. He didn't really get a nice pop there. Well, you know, a lot of people were expecting The Rock, or Okada, or somebody like that. Yeah, I was expecting The Rock. Like there were people around us going, "If you smell," and then like, and then and then like, oh well, okay, we liked him last year. You know, I love Sami Zayn. So, you know, so there you go. And then it's like, and oh, WrestleMania one night of last year won by this an award given out in England for wrestling, the best card of the year. Uh, Survivor Series War Games came two, and All Out came three from last year. So, what was number one? The uh, WrestleMania uh, first night of WrestleMania, what, 39? Yeah, 39. And what came, what came number two? Uh, War Games, Survivor Series. Uh, where, what about, where did Forbidden Door land on this whole thing? That was fucking magic. Forbidden Door was better than All Out. I will say yeah. that. Forbidden Door yeah. was the best show they did last year. I think Forbidden Door was probably, I think it was one of the two best shows of last year. I'll tell you, CM Punk in Forbidden Door was better than CM Punk in the Rumble. Let me tell you that poor motherfucker. He's been back for two weeks in his combined three years. It, the guy's body is just not made for getting beat up anymore. It never, like, one would argue it never really was. He went out with the staph infection, getting all that. Like, he was breaking down. He should have just hung him up back then. If you're going to come back, just be a manager. Magnet Phil, he could be the best manager because he's yeah. the greatest talker, you know what I mean? Like, he's gonna talk, like, well, he's probably done with WrestleMania, it's not happening, yeah, but okay. I do think that it's like it sucks that you know, um, that Bailey and who's she gonna go? Is she gonna go at mommy? Like, no, she's gonna go against fucking what's her name, man, because uh, there's been slow because they've been teasing damage control splitting for a while. Okay. And I think it's going to come. I think there's going to be some conspiracy because she's not going to say who she's going to fight. And then they're going to be like this. Why don't you go pick mommy? And she doesn't want to get the shit kicked out of her. You know what I mean? I, I was, I thought like, okay, so with the men's rumble, I thought there was two wasted picks that were a little bit nonsense. The Pat McAfee thing, we didn't need that. Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. And, and then number two, um, Damian Priest, why is he going in the Royal Rumble? Does he not have the money in the bank? Yeah. Why the is money. He, so why is the he money in the bank? Why yeah. is he going to the Royal the Rumble? You can only keep the money in the bank for a year. Like, he wants three chances. He wants. He what if he what if he he won the Rumble, lost at Mania, and then they and then he gives this briefcase a check like right in right try away. Try to cash it again. Try to cash it again. Right away again. And then lost it right away again. I thought for sure. Um, Mommy was going to end up in the men's rumble because she needs to be there to take care of her Dominic, and she was going to eliminate several guys as well. <laughs> I thought that would have been awesome, so, you know, because I'm a big fan of China in the rumble and Beth Phoenix in the rumble. 
you know so you know i just uh i kind of hoped that would happen but none of my wacky predictions came true but kevin owens great match with logan paul but yeah, uh logan paul looked concussed as fuck after when he did that exit interview oh yeah i think he got knuckle busted for real like yeah. that was insane and uh and a great match and like just four matches listen listen casey what did you just say logan paul had what didn't you hate didn't you used to hate logan paul and now you're coming around on the kid it's hard not like you know the guys he's a, a great wrestler hey, man i can't not say that he's yeah. a dick but he is a great like come on the guy just wants to see you. you. Your guy with the UFO videos just letting you see it, and you're going to fucking sneak in a video and steal the only fucking thing this guy's got is a UFO footage? Yeah. Fuck off. That's a prick. You know, yeah, and, and you're that player. rich. You're just going to go buy it. The only thing this old man has is Pokemon cards, and you got to take it away from him? Yeah, like, he's a dick. And, wear, listen, and wear it around your neck? Because we hate him. No, every match that he's had is, is great. And that's why, like, look at this guy can work with Kevin Owens, and Kevin Owens is probably one of the best wrestlers in the WWE, bar Phenomenal none. Talent. So you know, and Owens, I just love the Stone Cold influence where Logan Paul's in the ring, Owens is just sitting on top of the turnbuckle, waiting for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, like he did at the Royal Rumble years ago, when he threw the guys out and he'd sit at the Royal Rumble, he look at his watch. I yeah. believe that was Kevin Owens' tribute to him for that. I'd like to think that. I'm not 100% sure, but that's what I think. And, uh, you know, just such a uh, beauty of a match. Um, so many great spots, too, with the men. Like, how great was Gunther? Like, Big it, choppy boy. Is Gunty, but more, but his chops weren't as loud as Braun Breakers, but they were loud. Uh, also when he, uh, when his other guy from Imperium went in and out and then he's walking down and he gives them the shit and then walks in and dominates for the next half hour. Yeah, that's pretty Like, good. just, I love the, I was very happy with the choices that they made and who looked good in the Rumble and who did well in the Rumble. Uh, Drew McIntyre. You know, I watch like I watched the Rumble. I came home and watched it again because I wanted to hear the commentary, and yeah, uh, yeah like you know, it was just great. Seth Rollins was up to our over our shoulder in the back in the private box and uh, doing his shtick up there, and yeah. I don't know. I just love Roman Reigns too. Like I love. I'm a big. I love Roman Reigns, and I love this run. And I just think it's the okay. It is so f fucking boring now because it's predictable. It it like it's it's you know he's gonna win. Yeah. You no, know, it's never gonna come without some kind of fuckery. Well, we but actually like, knew who was gonna get pinned in the four way. Yeah. It wasn't gonna exactly. be LA Knight, yeah. and it wasn't gonna be. It was gonna be AJ. That's why AJ was there. He's dependable, and he'll yeah. take the pin. But it's just like it's just like I just didn't I I I like Roman Reigns too, and I like this this uh, gimmick that he's currently doing a lot. But uh, man, I'm just here's the and the thing also is like it's kind of weird because you know Cody beats Seth. Like I thought the end of the story was to beat Roman, 
You know what I mean? So, so even if he does beat Seth, does he continue on to go on after Roman? Because, you know, Roman's going to beat The Rock. If The Rock's coming back, The Rock's not winning. Because there's nothing that would benefit The Rock. Like, who cares? He coming back and winning does nothing for wrestling. It just makes a mockery of the guy who's been the champ for the last four years. You know? So, it's fair to say The Rock is coming back, you know, and getting... Like, The Rock has to reset. Black Adams was... Black I'm calling it Black Adams. It was horrible. It was that horrible that he needs to reset his career with a really good WrestleMania match. And he also needs somebody good enough to carry him through that match because he's so muscled out, he's not in ring shape. And that guy's Roman Reigns. There you go. I like that. But so, I don't think they need to fight for a belt. So that's why I think he'll lose the belt to Cody, maybe with The Rock's help. You know, if Bailey chooses not Mammy. And she goes with Eero Shirai or Eero Scry or whatever they're calling her this Eero week. Eero Sky now. Eero Sky. Oh, what about the Rumble when all of a sudden Andre Eero made the comeback? I was thinking of you. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, it's Andre Eero It's Andre Eero no, she's going by Andrade again. So it's, Un- it's, it's, thank you. I'm yeah, like, thank you for making it easy for it's me. Just call easy for you now. Andrade. So it's, it's phenomenal. Good for him. He's back working with his wife. He's gone from the mid card to the mid card. He'll do great. Um, I love Andrade. So good for him, man. Uh, hopefully, he can work without getting hurt. House of Black and Buddy Murphy both said they're interested in going back to WWE once their contracts are up. Yeah, I know everybody's saying that now, and I think people will become interchangeable. Like, they're going to use each other's, uh, they're going to negotiate against each other. You know what I mean? I'll, obviously. Oh, of course, yeah. But I think that I think that's going to happen a lot. We're going to start to see that a lot more. Like, you're going to see people bust out of the WWE, go back to AEW, get hot again, do the same thing all over. It's great. It, it's uh, it's an interesting time for wrestling. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Yeah, so then the... Uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it when he came back. He looked good in the Rumble, um, but the thing is, my problems with the Rumble, um, you know, there were no legends, like too yeah. many, too many NXT. Sorry, not too many NXT people, and, and especially in the girls' Rumble. It was like, I yeah, you know, I don't like, know anything about NXT, so I don't really care about. Well, me, you know, NXT I... have their pay per views. You know, they don't get to participate in the WrestleMania. They get their own pay-per-view. So why are they participating in the Royal Rumble? It's so like... They, uh, bump somebody up, like uh, Braun Brecky. Well, they did. Well, yes, but he was ready to go up as is, and he'll be up probably on SmackDown like this week, I would imagine. But, Hopefully he can hang. Um, but, you know, like Carmelo, I don't give a crap about Carmelo. You know, or a lot of the girls that they had up, I had no idea who a lot of these girls were. I still, a long time, didn't know who the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions were. I had no idea who those two ladies were for a very long time. Which ones? Which, I mean, uh, Carrie Sane and Asuka? No, the ones before. Who was that before? Exactly. See, you don't even fucking know. I don't know. (laughs) And literally, uh, they just took the titles from them, like, not too long ago. The Street Profits showed up. They showed up at WrestleMania, I mean, at Royal Rumble. 
I like the Street Profits. Now they're a part of Pride. Yeah. Pride. Oh, I was at an indie show at all also, and Joey Janela wrestled Top Dollar. Hey, look at that. Who won? Uh, Joey Janela, Top Dollar. Yeah, you get the reason he's out shopping for memorabilia with Mick Foley. You know, not I would like to shop for, with memorabilia with Mick Foley, to be honest. I'd like but, to shop for anything with Mick Foley. Yeah, or any memorabilia. Like, you know, I would like to bring Mick Foley to my room and show him my memorabilia. I'd be like, here's a big... That's what you call your dick. <laughs> <laughs> my memorabilia. Yeah. Hey. Don't look at my memorabilia, Mick. All right, Mick Mankind memorabilia. Right. <laughs> Who would not, though? It's Mick Foley. I'd show him my member. I'd show him my Mankind, right? <laughs> the Mankinds. Your and Cactus some, Jack. And so. it has some dude love. And some dude love. Dude, <laughs> dude love sounds like the lube for the Cactus Jack. Perfect. You know? That's too, bro, we got a whole product life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why not? If Kevin, if Kevin Nash can sell Blue Chew, you know what I mean? And, uh, uh, yeah. Or his marijuana strain, Jackknife. So he's got the Jackknife marijuana um, as well. That was another thing. No marijuana in Florida because it's not illegal. And I did not smoke marijuana for a full weekend. <laughs> it was for a, a second. Oh, you cut out. You're going to say for a second there, I thought you said full week. You were just going to say full, but you just stopped that week. Full weekend. I'm like, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was only a weekend. Once I got back to Canada, I was like, thank God. So yeah, that's they're like, do you have anything to declare? I'm like, an air conditioning is cold, you know. I back. But, um, but y'all, oh, my friend gave me uh, a framed, um, a framed uh, poster, event poster from Monday Night Raw from 2003. And it's signed, and this is who it's signed by. Chris Jericho, uh, Bill Goldberg, Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Stacey Keebler, Molly Holly, nice. Mankind, and nice. Devon Dudley. Nice. And it's got like, now, on the poster, it's Keebler, Goldberg, Hunter, Jericho, and Trish Stratus. So... Uh, yeah, it was awesome, but I had to go to Staples and get the box and the bubble wrap. So I had to package it all up, and then I carried it on on carry-on. I'm like, I forgot to check this in at the carry-on. And they're like, oh, we'll just check check it in here for you. I'm like, thank you. So, uh, yeah, and I got it, and it's hanging up in my room right now. So thank you, Koharskis, for uh, such a beautiful, fine piece of art. That's so, pretty cool, Koharski's. Yeah, yeah, it, it was great. Oh, and Jamie Koharski's daughter is like the biggest wrestling fan in the world. She must be like nine or ten, dude. And yeah. she made all of these signs, and she went to the Royal Rumble with, with Jamie, her dad. They were a yeah. section over. So one of her signs said it was for when someone would come into the Rumble, and she knew that they were coming into the Rumble. So she had a sign that said, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. So she was cheering for Bianca Belair to win the Royal Rumble. And, oh, my God, when B Bianca got eliminated, I looked over at her. She was devastated. And I just yeah. love, like, to go back and be a child and watch wrestling all yeah, over man. again. Like, I remember how into that, sh like, how into this I was when I was six, seven, eight, oh. nine. Like, Dude, when I saw Hulk Hogan, I flashed back to the kid I was in 1986, and I imagine. fucking teared up a little bit. 
just a little bit i uh (laughs) like i remember the first time i ever saw the undertaker i was but a small boy and i was like this what the fuck what the fuck oh my god so she was devastated and then when bailey won i crossed over into her section and i was like where's the sign and i went and i grabbed the i knew it sign and I started jumping up and down in the aisle with the I knew it sign because I said Bailey was going to win. And I was like, I knew it, I knew it, I knew And then there were people like, hey, he knew it. And then all of a sudden people were chanting, he knew it, he knew it. And I was jumping up and down with the sign. Their pictures were taken. And it's hilarious because she thought that was the absolute best that everybody was cheering for her sign. And then I stole it for Bailey. Oh, my God. Like, that is a memory that I will cherish for the rest of my life. And uh, it was so much fun. Thanks for sending me the picture there, Jamie. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me down as well. Um, That's dope. So uh, we got AEW coming to town March 20th. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. And uh, Coca-Cola Coliseum. I love that they're wrestling in the Coca-Cola Coliseum. Because yeah. Collision was not that packed. But this is a dynamite... It's okay. going to be packed. It's going to be great. Uh, let me uh, just go ahead and say that last time I went to the AEW show at the Coca-Cola Coliseum, I got COVID. <gasps> no! And, yeah, and wait, wait, wait. For Christmas this year, my mother bought me and my father tickets to the Coca-Cola Coliseum to go see AEW Dynamite. And we're both going to get COVID again. <laughs> I got COVID from AEW All Out. See? AEW is <laughs> a super spreader event. <laughs> it, it, don't, allegedly. 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 For, well, for us. For us. Yeah, yeah you know. Um, we, you know, we just got to stop, like, fucking mouth breathing on everybody. I, uh, on. I, I do. Uh, I'm waiting for Money in the Bank tickets to drop, you know, and... Uh, yeah. You know, and like I want to go, I'm gonna get the money in the bank tickets. I'm gonna go to that, but I'm also, I'm probably gonna go. Even though I was shitting on NXT earlier, I'm probably gonna go to the NXT show as well. Oh, no, I'll I, probably do SmackDown and then uh, and then the Money in the Bank. That's the ones I think I'll do. Regardless, I love that they love coming into Toronto for a full weekend. Because we're such a gay okay, Canada, most like specifically this part of Canada, Eastern Canada. Is such a good wrestling market, and I'll put Calgary in there too. I don't know too much about British Columbia's wrestling market, or Saskatchewan, or Manitoba, but I do know that in Ontario and Quebec, boy, do they fucking love professional wrestling. Yeah, one hundred percent. See, like great wrestling in Ottawa. And no, no, what you know who I want to give the praise to? Who? Fucking Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney. The president of the WWE. F. Jack. Yeah, F. Jack fucking Tony. The F was for fucking, baby. Jack fucking Tony. I love that dude. When he showed up, you know that meant business. And he was a Canadian cat, bro. He ran the territory. He ran the territory up here. Hulk Hogan even started talking about Brantford. And that used to be Jack Tony's territory. As a kid, man, like when we would wake up, because like you're a little bit older than me. Yeah. So like it would hit different. Like, I watched my cartoons, and then after it was like it was like the way that Saturday Morning Superstars was broadcast was kind of almost like a news show. You had that guy whose 
<laughs> pretty much the St- Scott Stanford now. Yeah, Craig DeGeorge. Uh, yeah, exactly. And he just give us the rundown. Let's go to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. Yeah, Craig was, DeGeorge was one guy, and Sean was Mooney so was the other guy. So good. And now, okay, speaking of poor Scott Stanford, I'm kind of worried about old Scott Stanford um, because WWE's uh, recently been bought. Uh, they're, they're going to Netflix. Yeah, they're going to Netflix. So, so like, you know, Scott Stanford is the guy who's our buddy, our friend, our pal, who comes and tells everybody in Canada about the upcoming events. Hey, it's me, Scott Stanford, your buddy, your friend, your pal. What's going to happen to him? He's not going to work for Netflix. Probably not. Probably not oh, at all. Oh, Scott Stanford. There's going to be there's going to be a lot of people. I don't know what's going to happen. The network's done. The network yeah. is done. Yeah, it's all just going to go to Netflix. Which is cool for me because I have Netflix. And I'm going to really enjoy watching the shit out of all this new stuff. I just wanted to get rid of Netflix, and now I got to keep it. Yeah, no, because like imagine, because you know Netflix is making like all these like their own shows, and they've got like Squid Games, so they yeah. got like Squid Games, but WWF Squid. Ooh, games. WWE Squid Games. Yeah. The WWE presents Squid Games. It's gonna be so good. It's gonna be so good. <laughs> that's I awesome. I can't wait, man. I I, I was I was kind of like you know that's a big deal. You know, uh, I haven't. And then all of the other things will eventually be going over to Netflix too. You know, once once SmackDown's TV rights deals over, they're going to go to Netflix. You know, once the NXT's things done, they're going to fucking go to Netflix probably. Damn straight, everything's Bro, going to Netflix. Netflix rule the world. Yeah, it went from being a fucking shitty mail order delivery service to now I watch my wrestling on it. What the fuck? I know it's uh, it's it's uh, insane in the membrane. But it's going to create some room in TV space for the other promotions. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, if you look now, like on pay-per-views, you know, look at go to Fight TV. Every every uh, indie is is on there. Like even you can yeah. get Greek Town shows yeah. on there now. I know that IWS is on Fight TV. Yeah, and uh, GCW. I was just at their show. Uh, they were they were there. Uh, I like that. I like that. You know. Um, oh, there was a new wrestler named. There's a guy in uh, GCW. His name is Jack Cartwheel. And uh, I, I love that name. Yeah, and he does cartwheels, and he. <laughs> it would be great if he only did somersaults, and it's just like, don't you fucking do a cartwheel? Don't you fucking? Yeah, yeah, I was waiting. I wanted to be his tag team partner, Johnny Handspring. You do the cartwheels. I stick to the handsprings. I do the handsprings. You're Jack Cartwheel, and I'm Johnny Handspring, and together we're gymnastics. You know, and Jim gymnastics. Gym, gym Gymnasty, they're they're oh. they're they're heels. No, no, these are so then. Gymnasty uh, boys. But he wrestled Lilo Rush, and that match was fucking awesome. It was so good, so good. Crazy. How big good. for real is Leo Rush? He's like four foot three. He's right? not that big at all, but man, he's so he smooth. Like a little bullet. Such a great wrestler. I would have loved to have got to see. This is one of the things that I'm sad I didn't get to see with him in AEW. I would have loved to have watched a good series of him versus Darby Allen. Yes. Yeah, yes. Now, Willie Mack is finally in AEW, and now he's hurt all of a sudden. Well, because he fucking botched super hard there. He tried botched? to go standing. I didn't see it. He tried to do a standing shooting star press and landed right on the top of his fucking head. Oh, God damn it. He doesn't Willie have Mack, to... you don't need to do that shit. You could have just done your shitty moonsault, Willie. Yeah, and just shuck and jive like the JYD. That's why I like I, him. But he tries to do a standing shooting star press and plants himself clean on his own head. 
Oh my God! There's a reason why we nobody likes Keith Moon. Just stop. Stay within your limits. I like Keith Moon. I don't like him. Why is he always put, like walking around with his nose up, like he's done everything and he hasn't done anything? He's big letdown. I was talking about a different Keith Moon, the drummer. Oh, the Keith, that Keith. Well, wait a minute. Who am I talking about then? Is it Keith? Who's the Keith guy that I'm talking? Keith Lee. Lee. Yes. Remember, he was in a tag team with Swerve, and now he's yeah. nowhere? Well, yeah, he had a couple surgeries. He had to have a couple surgeries. Ah, fooey on him. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to swerve. Where's back. Lance Archer? Where is Lance Archer? And even more pressing, where's Lance Storm? If I can be serious for a minute, um, have you seen Iron Claw? Oh, it's so good. You got to see it. I, here's a problem I have. Let me tell you about the last time I went to the movies quick. Super quick. Super quick. Paid good money to go to this movie with my kid and my wife. Oh, no. And we went to the good movies. The, the one Eras. With, uh, the Tour. one with uh, the lean back seats where your feet go up. No. Your, and Fall asleep. I didn't make it out of the fucking movie trailers, Casey. By the second trailer, your boy was out cold. And the only reason I woke up before the movie was over was because in the last three minutes, my daughter looked over, saw me asleep, grabbed me by my beard, and yanked and said, Daddy, wake up. And I was like this, oh, look, the ducks are in Jamaica. Oh, wow. The movie theaters are too comfortable. Too and, comfortable. And my sleep apnea problem does not allow me to stay awake in a movie theater where I just had a hot dog, a popcorn, two yeah. joints, and a Diet Pepsi. Yeah, you know. Out. 100% of the time. I'm in a I'm in a dark room with a lazy boy. And then they give you blankets if you buy them. Like, seriously, oh, yeah. they're asking you to fall asleep or give or get hand jobs. Yeah, get you know? old-fashioned. They're called the old fashions these days. Old fashions? Yeah, that's what that's what, I, that's what a hand jibber's called. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. At Tim Hortons, they have so many old fashions. So many. Have you ever had a double dutchie? <laughs> <laughs> um... Who else did I? Uh, I just trying to think. The Rumble, yeah, that was great. Loved it. Loved yeah, all the I, matches. I great, honestly. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought all of them were a very good time. The only one that I didn't really like care for the finish for was the Roman Reigns one, uh, and I also didn't like the finish on the Kevin Owens one either. Because well, he he was a heel for a long time. He should have tucked those. Tuck the nuts, baby. You, you know, know to tuck the nuts. You know to tuck the nuts. I mean, you know. He's been a nut tucker in the past. He's been a nut tucker. Yeah, he's had the nuts. He's tucked the nuts before. He's tucked the nuts. He's a he, he's yeah. He's definitely been a nuts tucker in the past, and the fact that he wasn't nuts tucking, like he still you know has a heel inside of him. And the heel says, tuck the knocks, knocks, tuck. Tuck the knocks, but he's annoying. Just tuck the knocks, you know? Speaking of knock uh, 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 the tucks, I'm at Yuck Yucks this weekend uh, in London, Ontario. <laughs> so if you're hearing this on Friday, I'm there Friday night and Saturday. Uh, where are you going? What's going on with you uh, up and coming? I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, Cambridge. And I'm in Kitchener coming up, uh, doing the rusty nail stuff with good old Sandy McFarland. Sandy McFarland, great guy. Yeah, I love Sandy. He's got a couple of really good shows. I'm doing one of his brewery shows, and then I'm doing the old uh, Crazy Canuck. The brewery shows, breweries, big comedy. People love 
drinking beers and breweries and getting, you know, like somebody's titled them brew ha ha's, and oh. and that is uh, as clever as as. Well, it's not as clever as uh, tucking nuts. But... Listen, we're about to make shirts and sell them on ProWrestlingTees.com. Tuck and nuts. Brass knuckles with a taped hand piece tuck, put into wrestling Tuck the nuts. Tuck the nuts. You nuts, Tucker. You, you nuts, Tucker. Tuck yeah. the nuts. I'm writing this down. Tuck the nuts. Yeah, if we <laughs> could, like, maybe get this to Channing Decker, and then he can make, he can be like, I'm a nuts, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. I'm the yeah. next nuts, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Tuck in the nucks. Tucks. Tucker. <laughs> you I'm not Chris Tucker. I'm a nux Tucker. Tucker. Yeah. All this right. Is, I'm gonna see this in the morning and be like, what the fuck? Nux <laughs> Tucker. All right, for Reese, myself, and uh, Never Sleeps Network. Uh thank you for joining us on the podcast. And uh uh, yeah, we'll talk at you soon. Might not be next yeah. week. Might be two weeks from now. Could be down the road. But uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And uh, all the best. And uh, we're out. Peace. Peace, peace, peace. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.